Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. High in these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Every time I hear that, I go over your shorty like a frog splash line. I want to frog splash my girl. So, yo, anyway. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we all in here this week. Thank we you, are your host, Nathan McFly, with... It's your boy, B-I-N-G, being your herd, popping. Mr. Scheist. And L-P, dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. what's going on fellas what's up what's up it's been a while since we all been here together man what's going on popping a lot of shit going on in this crazy wrestling world the past couple weeks facts bro facts too crazy now nice what's good nigga fuck you been at bro it's good my boy where the fuck you been at bro been here grinding (laughs) <laughs> my boy, my boy Shay's got a snorkel on on the low. Y'all can't see it though. But that nigga, yo, he's I'm cold like, right I, now. I'm mad excited to see Shay's, and I'm like, yo, where the fuck you been at? Three fucking words. I'm right broadcasting from my lobby. <laughs> <laughs> right from the vestibule next to the mailbox. You heard? This nigga said lobby boys. You heard? Word. Mailbox boys, you got what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we was funny, though. To have that on lock, though. Big stay on the details. In years, statue of limitations. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Yo, LP rapping with that LWO shirt, though. That's what's up. I love that. That's what's up. You already know. Already know. Shout out to Eddie. Yo, facts, bro. Fizzax. Word, son. Like, what? Yo, how ill was it when he fucking blew that up? Like, he just stopped the match. Like, he was just like, yo, yeah, yeah. What y'all doing wrestling against each other? You got these young guys over here not paying attention to us. (laughs) Fuck them NWO niggas. This is about the LWO. He's like, you got a rep or not? And they were just like, yeah, yeah, we down. And that was it. They, they, that was they, it. It was just yo, like, oh, it was La Parker and somebody else. I forgot who it was. Where, and then like the next week he had the whole fucking cruiserweight division with him. <laughs> I could be wrong, but it could have been El Dandy. I'm, I could be wrong, though. Yeah. Probably... Shout out to Bret Hart's favorite wrestler, El Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Shout yeah. out to Bret Hart, one of the best of the 90s, bro. I don't give a fuck what nobody says, my nigga. No, he was wrong. He's boring. That motherfucker was the man. Shice, hold me down on that, bro. I am. <laughs> I don't know how anybody can say Bret Hart was boring. He wasn't the best promo, but yeah, he was. Boring. He pulled the best. He pulled yeah, the he best matches out of everyone. Yo, look at that. Man, the mix. <laughs> That's the whole gang. 
Yo, they all look like they belong to fucking Guerrero's fan, bro. Like, there's <laughs> Hector Garza right here in the cut. Yo, you got Garza, got... La Parker. Nice. You got Eddie. You, you got, got Garza. You got what was that? Is that Garza's dad or his older that's brother? Garza, it's his uncle. This guy over here with the LWO face. Him, where that Bestia. Oh you got, my god! You got, fat, you got fat Brian Pillman in the back next to Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> I think this was all Dandy. No, this is all Dandy. No, this is all Dandy. No, all Dandy. I don't think all Dandy's in the picture. I'm gonna look over all Dandy, bro. Okay. You got Silver King. All these niggas. Yo, Silver dude. King. That's who he was. Shout out Yo, to the LWO. We, all I'm saying is, if we ever do this for Halloween, let me be a little Parker, bro. That's the only only member I could be because he got a mask. Mm. <laughs> Don't let stereotypical shifts hold you down. You can be Eddie if you want, my guy. You can be Eddie if you want. Yeah, Yo, you remember? Eddie, I need you remember how they, in, bro? Remember how they ended? How they ended the LWO when they had them all accused of stealing Eddie's wallet? He just went one by one and started fucking pointing, talking shit at them, making them take off their masks. And, Ooh, put your mask back on, yo. yo. It's mad funny, son. Oh man, son. that was good shit. That no was good word. shit right there. Oh, oh, man. Man. Shout out to Eddie, bro. Rest in peace nah, to the yeah, legend. Yeah. Shout out to Eddie, man. Rest in peace, Eddie. Yo, Eddie was gold, man. And anything oh, man. and everything he did. And you know what's funny is because, like, talking about Eddie and you see how he, you know, went from, like, the mid-card to him being the main event and then back kind of, like, back down to the mid-card but still holding, like, a real, you know, a real position regardless. And then now if a wrestler does that, it's like, yo, they're burying him or they're not using him right and shit like that. Like I kind of see, I kind of see like AJ Styles in that, in that sort of sense right now where he's, he was the mid car, then the main event mid car went back to the main event when he had his second run as the WWE champ. And now, you know, he's building up another, another young star within the men, within like the mid card of, you know, the tag team division. And everybody thinks he's not being used right. It's it's Look, wild, you know. Like when you, when you start thinking week. about it that way, it's just the, it's just. I guess it's the way that that wrestlers are have been booked the back then, and as the way that they're booked now. Like mm-hmm. even if Eddie was not in the main event picture and he was in a mid card feud, it was the one that you wanted to see. It was the mid card feud you wanted to. You wanted to see that segment. You wanted to see that match. Because yeah. no matter where you placed him, he was still Eddie Guerrero. Word. You know what I mean? It's not like that you can no take him out of the did, title picture. Right. Well, no matter what he did, he was still Eddie. So it's like, with AJ, I don't feel that at all. I think, yo, he's still AJ Styles. Yeah, he's helping out a younger star, but don't get it twisted. Just that quick, he can put himself right back in the title picture. Look, he fucking, he was, in, he was, he looked like they were building something between Bobby and him. At the pay per view, you know what I'm saying with that little mix up, but it's like, yo, you know, break class in case of emergency. That's AJ Styles right now, bro. Facts, man. He, he could go. Yeah. He could just slip. It, he could slip right in there into the main into the main event scene. And everybody and everybody thinks about him as a main event character. He's very, very, very believable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I put him up yo, there with a, somebody like a like Randy Orton, who's yo break yeah. glass in case of another emergency. another person. Yeah, another Perfect. person. Hey, yo, Bing, just a heads up. The gentleman behind fucking Eddie, this guy right there, that's El Dandy. Yeah. 
Oh, that is El Dandy. Oh, That's El right. Dandy. <laughs> Mexican, was El Mexican Pillman? Mexican yeah, basically. Pillman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, yo, man, R.I.P. Eddie. Shout Word. out to Eddie, man. Yo, he was uh he was a gem, and we lost him way too soon. Lost him way too motherfucking soon. Um, let, let's get into it. Let's get into it already, my my brothers. Let's do now, it. This Sunday we had somewhat extreme rules. Yeah, it was rated R rules. <laughs> yeah, it was a pay per view. It was rules. just a pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> PG rules. Word. Um, let me before we get into any, you know, I think this is how we event, all felt. Before we get into the main event, wait, what that say? <laughs> We've seen We've enough. Seen enough. <laughs> exactly. Oh, um, definitely. We'll watch that. And we were like, nah, dogs. This is uh, I don't know what y'all did, but nah, this ain't it. Yeah, Yo, the raw the day after was better. It was yeah. more extreme. Because I'm I'm just thinking like there could have been there was there was a couple of matches, especially the triple threat match for the U.S. title, where it could have been a table ladder and chairs match, or it could have been a ladder match. You know what I'm saying? That's what I and, thought they were gonna do. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't do that. They didn't really have any gimmick matches, any gimmick extreme matches, and I feel except like except for the main event, except for the main event, and I feel like they're really, you know. But was that being, um, being kind of like match? Like, well, was that a gimmick match? It was supposed to be just a championship well, match. Right? Well, to, to the point where you know. People could interfere. You know, people are using kendo sticks. Yeah, we're using weapons. It was it was an extreme rules match. It was, but it was the only one on the whole card. Like no other match. I don't think any other match had a stipulation, which is crazy. So I bring up this. So I bring up this. Like, do you think it's a it's a wrap already? Do you think they should just, you know, call call it you know call it for what it is and then keep it moving? I think they should retire the pay per view for for now and bring back something else or bring you know do something else that month you know what i'm saying maybe bring back a nostalgia pay-per-view maybe bring back no mercy or fucking taboo tuesday where we got it where it's interactive now in this social media age how deep we're in it now i think that would be a dope concept for wwe to king try great, great balls now, of fire would be dope king of the ring used to be fucking awesome to watch bro. yes yeah, but they they're they about back. to do king of the ring though they're bringing it back not as a pay-per-view but they're bringing it back though king and queen of the ring so there you go you got we'll both see. we'll see how they handle that shit bro because they're not really great at handling tournament situations it's Listen, like yo when they do one tournament they want to flood it what it comes down to is wwe is just dropping the ball overall they're not keeping up with the times they're not they're not they're still stuck in their ways that overall it shows in their product, which is their shows. Less and less and less people are less interested in WWE. But yo, not for nothing. That kid in NXT I started watching. Um yeah. uh the Steiny kid. Yo, he's a <laughs> fucking star. Yo, I'm superstar. You, superstar. We're going to get into that, but I think so far NXT is doing a really good job in the makeover. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, yeah. And building younger stars. But going off of what you just said right now, I think the last couple of weeks 
and just this is just talking raw because I feel like SmackDown has been solid for a good year. I feel like SmackDown has been solid. But with Raw the last couple of weeks, I feel like they've really upped their game. And I and it could probably be the pressure of what they what they say, you know, with Monday Night Football and shit like that. People comparing numbers on Wednesdays and Mondays, it don't make sense. The shit don't make sense. You can't compare the numbers. It's not like comparing WCW and WWF back in the day when they were running on the same night. Then you could compare the numbers. You know what I'm saying? I feel now the product is kind of switching over a little bit. We're we're seeing we're seeing a lot of new things, man. We're we're seeing a lot of a lot of talent that look like us. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's That's a big fact. Different. It's looking different. That's what I can say about Monday Night Raw, uh, NXT, NXT to a certain extent, uh, SmackDown as well. There's. There's something that, like, yo, I keep going back to this, and I know I've said it throughout numerous episodes, man. It's character development. It's character work. We're seeing a lot of that right now in WWE programming. I know we might not understand it right now, just like with NXT. NXT is a lot is character-based right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we're seeing it to a certain extent with Raw and SmackDown. We're starting to see more character development. And... I just feel like what we saw in NX uh and Extreme Rules didn't do anything for what they're doing on TV. I felt like that that shit was so disconnected from anything else. I mean, the main event match was great until until the end. I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't know if it was a botch or it was a a planned botch. It could have been a planned botch. Cuz they've done that. that. That shit that's been done before in wrestling. Nigga said, nigga said, John Cena came back and cut the rope and nobody could see him. <laughs> they, Maybe showed, they, have, they have like a little clip or something of a picture of like the cameraman next to it. You seen that? No, no, no. Talk about it. Talk about it. But he cuts it. But I don't know. You know what it is? If if that's what it is, and a lot of people see it, they should just work it into the gimmick and yep. have that nigga be a stooge. A stooge from Roman? It was, it was, it was Naomi. Roman stooge, bro. Good old classic Roman stooges. Yo, Because that's something that I see that uh they're doing right now with, within professional wrestling. Like They're using a lot of the shit that's happening like behind the scenes, uh, even w- within within the fucking product in itself. Yeah, if you if you, know? you watch if you watch Impact, a, a lot of the they, there's a a lot of vignettes with people that have stooges with them that they got them running around doing shit, taking bumps for them. You look at what the elite is doing with fucking Nakazawa and the other dude with the spray. Brandon Cutler. They always, yeah, they always catching the ass whipping for them like. This is shit that used to happen more back in the day. This shit reminds me of like, you know, Nation of Domination when Farouk had the white boys with him and they used to catch the ass whippings all the time. Like, you know, you're seeing look, that. This, this is a great example of everything right now. What we saw on AEW Dynamite when MJF was doing his promo, he talked about like, yo, he should be the one going after the title. Like, this is some bullshit. He's like, yo, I could go somewhere else right now. He's like, I got connects. 
And he's just like, yo, my time at MLW, he's like, I knew a guy named Bruce Pritchard. I could go somewhere else. Everybody, Pritchard is one of the head of creative for WWE right now. So he pulled that out on Dynamite, like straight on camera. And this is the this is the greatest thing about professional wrestling right now, bro. That people could say shit like that. People could start thinking like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Yo, what's going on? But then be like, ah, maybe it's not going to happen. He's just talking shit. Who knows? Everybody got to remember it. It's been, <laughs> it's going to go on three years soon. The AEW has been around. Been a crazy year, 2021, just in general, with bodies moving around. So why would it surprise anyone for right. someone to go to the other side? Listen. I mean, I think him leaving would be a fucking big deal for AEW more than it would be for him signing to WWE. Uh, I feel like, I yeah, feel because he's one of their he's one of their main niggas there, bro. He's that's one of their true. pillar guys there. Yeah, but he's one of the young. He's one of the young guys. He's not. He's not the star of the show yet. He's not, and I'm, I definitely think he should be up in a higher role. But I right. feel like if they lost him, bro, that would be just that would like, be a blow like for them. When, uh, Big Show, when Big Show crossed over, yeah, that was pretty was crazy. He star. I think MJF right now is in a good spot right now, honestly, because yeah, you can't put heel spot. versus heel for a title. It doesn't make sense. Like nah. you have to make it. You have to make it real dramatic. So, oh, so I mean, no, face. you could. You, know, you could you could put book heel versus heel, but yeah, somebody's gonna get the crowd reaction and they're gonna start working the crowd because that's just how wrestlers yeah. are. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And like, let me ask this question though: Is MJF really that good? Yeah, no, not really. Oh yeah, overall, I'm really? not. Talking I think mic skills. I'm not talking the mic skills is dope. I'm talking about mic skills are a one. I'm talking in about. Ring, I'm talking about in the ring. Yo, listen. When we was there, bro, in Arthur Ashe, I was bored as fuck watching that match, bro. Yo, bro, there's that's, plenty of people that's in AEW Punk said. that can wrestle circles around him, bro. And, and bro, that's why CM Punk said everybody got Bruce Pritchard's number, bro. Like, it's a fact. <laughs> everybody got it. Everybody got it, my nigga. You're a Yo, fucking Punk pro on wrestler. Commentary you got it. Shit. He's looked at you and... Punk you on saying commentary some real shit? shit. And, back, yeah, with, yeah. And, back, and back to what you said. If MJF, MJF leaves, it's going to be a bigger deal for WWE because yeah. that's WWE needs right now. It's yep. him. The only surprise they got, and I and I said this before, with y'all. of what it would be if he would go to the fucking WWE. Yeah, understandable. And and you know we talked about this, and we talked about how WWE doesn't have the surprise factor right now because they're you know they're not the new the new shiny toy. Yeah, it would have to wait another year or two. For any of those people to get out of their first contracts, as most of them sign either three or five year deals. You know what I'm saying? So it, it it's gonna be very interesting going into the next year, seeing who's there. I mean, yo, the one person I would love, love to see come to fucking WWE just because of the storylines that are already in place is Jacob Fatu. Oh man. Jacob Yo, Fatu that dude. a big match this weekend. This week for the title. For title for title. The middleweight. That's another dude. W that's, and the heavyweight title. That's another dude right there. And Alexander Hammerstone, that's another star in the making right there, bro. Yeah. He's he's he got a big following there. And remember, he was a him, MJF, 
and another, another dude. dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. They was in a faction, and he turned bait. He won the title, and they, you know, they they ended up like whatever. He turned he turned babyface. He's had that shit almost the same time that Fatu's had the world title. So th- this has been building for like two years. So it's a big right. match this weekend. I mean, Fatu and WWE would be crazy, bro. Just because yo, his whole family's there, bro. Like the whole bloodline shit is that's just crazy. And he could be that the heater. Be he could be the Omaga of the group. You know what I mean? Because he's that big, he's that big beastie nigga. Like, oh man. Do it. Somebody call him up. Bruce Pritchard. I feel it. Like- <laughs> he was just in MLW. <laughs> Everybody got Bruce's number. Everybody call got him. Bruce's number. Call Max. him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, it'll just be very, you know, something very intriguing, you know, very uh exciting to see man even if it's through nxt because we got we got the usos little brother there it could be something there you know it could be something there yeah man yo get hold just bringing it back to extreme rules real quick i mean the whole the show overall was not great not bad it had some sloppy points the tag match was fire i thought the six man was dope you know what i'm saying like but listen, the main event was fire. Main However, event was so- what happened? What, like, what was that finish, bro? Like, what, is that is this something that, I, like, does does this hurt the mystique of the demon character to lose that way with that type of thing? All right, like, because they haven't used it in so long, so. Yeah. Why bring the, why bring him back? Have him beat, have him literally come back from the dead, which I thought was dope doing that shit, and then have him lose like that. Like what 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 the fuck? That didn't make any sense. That right there, when that was happening, I was like, holy shit, they're really gonna turn the title. Like I that would have that would have been something that could have been talked about throughout the whole fucking week, going oh, yeah. into like, the next event, all that shit. But they didn't do I- it. I don't know. I wasn't feeling him coming back. Huh? I wasn't feeling that coming back from the dead moment. Like, I, you know what? They could have just played the heartbeat and that's it. They just they laid didn't there. Have to play the entrance music. Yeah, they didn't have to play the music. The, the yeah. heartbeat was dope enough. But they, yeah. the entrance music, I was like, what the fuck? Did someone forget to press pause? Like, what are you doing? For real. And then and the way he was flopping around like a fish, I was like, bro, nah. That's still is man funny. That shit look wild memes, bro. I was You're like, like a salmon trying bro. to swim upstream. Yo, I said if forget, bro. Like, if you're gonna come back and come back like that, you can't. It can't be against Roman Reigns, bro. Mm-hmm. It can't. You're gonna. You, but it's a. It's a. Doing it it's over again. It's to heighten his title run, bro. Bro, right. and, that's and also, I don't think they were. They're not gonna take the title off him. They already announced the match with Brock. It doesn't matter, but that's the one thing that WWE is doing better with his title run that they're doing with Omega, bro. Omega doesn't really have the players to make his title run look crazy. I don't, I, think, I don't think Omega needs to do what WWE is doing. WWE is doing that for Roman because that's the only person right now that they got that could put on that show and have that viewing. I'll tell you one thing. There's nobody else that's holding... The, um, WWE like Roman right now, bro. No, of I'll course tell, not. But then I'll tell you one nobody thing, who, who right now, like even before, I'm That's sorry, we gotta extend that run. Okay, but even before 
niggas like Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole came in. There was really nobody that could hold that AEW title, bro. There's bro. nobody there but Omega. They haven't built anybody either. Like, everyone keeps talking about Adam Page, but what has he done to even be considered for a title shot? And yeah. then it's like, who else? That who ship else is sailed. Adam Page's ship is sailed, bro. That whole Adam Page should have been well, a champ. It should have happened before Omega. When Yo, he comes back, it's Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules was an extreme flop for Extreme Rules Passion. Or even having that type of name. Yeah, and they they about but, to have two whack pay-per-views in a row because you know the next one coming up is gonna be first shitty. Of all, but first of all, you can't compare those two, bro. But as far as titles, man. But I'll but, tell wait, you what. Wait, 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 wait. You can't compare who? Roman and Kenny. You're bugging. Bro, bro. Kenny, Kenny's like universal champion, like all around the world. Roman's just a fucking W. Which is big. Whoa, 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 big. But whoa, there's two whoa. titles in WWE. Whoa, this guy's going, yeah, but AEW title. Yeah, who is he defended with? It is universal, he's going country to country, bro. not defending the AEW title, defending whatever title AEW there title. is for out there. He doesn't, but he, he's not doing that. This guy's going anymore. around the world grabbing titles. He had a collection of niggas look like Mayweather out there with just bad titles. Like, what three titles? Relax, and they were in the Americas, and they weren't doing anything. And he lost to Christian. Like, well, right. but you act like there's a, so many other titles out there. Like, so what other titles are there that you're gonna be like, bro? All those championships combined don't equal the the WWE championship. All those titles combined that's, that's beyond, don't even come bro. close to the WWE title. And now I'm talking shit because he's not even WWE ah. champion. He's Universal champion, and that right there alone, that's only that championship's only been around for six years. Still has more prestige than AW, fucking Impact, and AAA fucking combined. Like, let's not get crazy now. Come on. I, I would agree, but you just can't. I wouldn't compare the both. Like, I wouldn't compare the both. Like, there's, yeah, there's nothing to compare. Roman's better. <laughs> there's nothing Roman's to compare. Better. You're crazy. Yeah. Come on, bro. You're the number one guy on the number one show in a company with two world champions. You're still. The champion, he's still the guy. I don't give a fuck who they put the WWE title on. Roman is still the number one nigga in WWE. Plain and simple, and WWE is still guys. the number one company. Yo, Sage, y'all have the same. You got, team, you got the best tag team in the world right there, better than the Bucks, better than fucking Gallows and Anderson. Is those two niggas right Yo, there? Gallows and, and Anderson is wild time and time again. Know, I'm sorry, yeah, I can't fuck with them. Them niggas is white trash, redneck, racist ass niggas, wow. bro. I can't Holy fuck with them niggas, bro. Especially Carl Anderson. Yo, Carl Anderson's redneck has come out so crazy since he's left WWE. I'm like, holy shit, bro. I'm I, good, bro. I, I can't forgot fuck they were signing Impact, to be honest. They don't fight on Impact. They just won them titles back again. That's how whack their tag division is. They had to give it back to them. Because they gave it to fucking Joe Doring and, and, and Eric Young. And Eric Young blew out his ACL again. So they had to take the titles off for them and put it back on these niggas. But yeah, WWE is, is wilding for letting him go, right? Hmm. I don't know. It's anyway, so much like, shit, they, they get on my nerves, shit bro. That we don't know why people be are being let go, and then we right. see it as soon as they go somewhere else. Some people are flourishing, though. No, some are flourishing. Yeah, hell yeah, are doing very well. So look, I look at someone like Zack Ryder. 
Bro, I think Zack Ryder's had the best after WWE run, like maybe since Cody, because Cody had a great w- after WWE run. But like Zack Ryder's, he got a bad bitch. He just married. He's all over the indies. He got the toy collection shit. The podcast. I think he's chilling right now. Like he wrestled when he wants, basically. EC3 is another one. I feel like they might not be in the spotlight. But them niggas are making moves. Doing They're doing their own thing, bro, and they're free. And it's like some of some niggas have to they have to go the wrestling route, i.e. Gallows and Anderson, because maybe they don't have another outlet. I mean, Gallows is creative and he does his own pay-per-views and all that shit. But I feel like Carl Anderson needs wrestling because without that, he's like, what does he got? Like, who is he? Oh man, he, me? He's, to me, those those guys have changed. They have changed. Yeah. They're, they're not, they're not like. I can't wait to see the gorillas of destiny whoop their ass. I don't know, bro. It's just, it, it, it's sad. It's sad, bro. It's sad. You know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. But yeah, definitely. They need, um, going back to our premise, they need to get rid of extreme rules. <laughs> yeah, facts. Replace and it. Taboo Tuesday. Bring that back. That's a dope that, concept. Taboo that Tuesday. Would, I'm, I'm that would be so fire with, right now. Definitely down with that. Everybody yo. just, you know, clock, clock in their votes on fucking Twitter. As you go. Yeah. Do a poll on Twitter. Yo, imagine them doing a poll on Twitter during a paper. Hey, yo, not for nothing. If you never, I don't know if you, if none of y'all remember those pay-per-view Table Tuesday, Cyber Sundays, what they're yes, changing yes. it to. All of those shows, oh, and I, it wasn't a time where, you know, you're talking about 06, 07, 08, 09. Like, it was not the greatest, biggest talent pool. They still had big stars. But, yo, those shows were always fire because you never fucking knew what Jerry was going to go. I mean, they knew, obviously. They know because you hear Bruce Pritchard talking about them. They know which way it's going to go. They they sway the shit a certain way when they do the voting to, like, make it a certain person that they want. But they still make the shit interesting. And just to have the interaction nowadays, I think that would be fire. So... That'll be dope. It'll definitely be dope, man. But uh, let's get into Raw real quick. Uh, we've seen the Hurt Business Hurt business get back together. Oh, yeah. uh, what are your thoughts on that? Shice, talk to me. I like it. I hope I hope is the run that we had from the first time, you know? Them in control of shit, because that I mean, was dope to watch. Titles and everything. Yep. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. okay, I can see that. Yeah, that, that'll be amazing, man. Uh, LP, talk to me. Of course, her business is back. Why? Why is that not bad? I mean, why is that not good? Like, <laughs> that's just it's a her business. Thanks. So let me just put that out there. A lot of people has been talking about it. What do you think about a war games match between New Day, Hurt Business, and the Bloodline for Survivor Series? I don't know if it'll be war games, but like a nine man tag match like survivor series type rules yeah i can see that like a fucking triangle fucking nine-way tag mm. yeah i could see that that would be dope for sure for sure that would be fire war what games about, would really top that off but i don't know if they'll do war games though what about like a nine-way nine-way tag in inside of a cage just like without like you know calling people into the cage just have them all nine in there like a hell in a cell type cage yeah Oh man, that would be crazy, bro. Yeah, a lot would... of bodies. Or like a, put them in the elimination chamber. Oh 
Let the bodies hit the floor. Word. Put them in the elimination chamber. Do it like that. Start off with three niggas. And then start off with a with a fucking triple threat, and then another nigga comes in from a team and do it like that. Oh man, that'll be nuts. That'll I mean, be dope. I I like that this is uh this is a thing right now because this is something that I feel Biggie as champion needs. Oh yeah, because he's gonna need a strong heel to go against him. Uh, he looked really good in the what you call it the cage match at the end of Raw. Against that Bobby was a good Lash. match. Yeah, yes, hell, that was a great match. That was a good yeah. match. Great finish. Um, the fucking big ending from the second rope. Yeah. Fire. Uh, it just looks great then, because it's just two big motherfuckers. Big bro. motherfuckers. Yep. <laughs> and then have yo having Drew come out at the end and kind of like let him know you know he wants to challenge. That's a, that's fucking big for E because Drew's gotten so much better in the past year with his title run. That's gonna bring a fucking. That's gonna bring something extra out of and he's, Biggie, which he needs because now being champion, you gotta, you know, your work has to get to the next level. Your character work is fucking phenomenal because you're yeah. great at being Biggie. But now, because we know how good you can be, so now let's see it. Let's really ramp it up. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like he's gonna have a long title run, bro. And feuds like that are gonna really help him a lot. No, I think it's going to help him a lot, especially with uh, Drew McIntyre and his stance and where he is now in the upper echelon of WWE. It's just going to help his title one if he could get a win over McIntyre. And after this shuffle, let's get into, you know, the the, the draft. After this shuffle, if we could have a more heavy uh, heel presence on, on Raw, that could only benefit him. Having a guy, let's say, like Corbin there, Having a guy like The Miz there, having Seth um, Rollins, Seth Rollins maybe a Seth Rollins, um, Big E match that would go back to when Big E first. No, no, not even because Big E beat Bull Dallas when he first won the NXT title, but you know, like it could go back to like that type of you know FCW NXT. You know, this is where this is the genesis of what you know WWE is now, right? Whatever they did in FCW and. The early NXT days is what we're seeing now on TV. That our main event Everybody. picture is all people that came from NXT. Every NXT, fucking body, F- except F- Bobby Lashley, but that's okay. <laughs> Lashley's still the man, but everyone else. <laughs> exactly. You know, you got you got Shel- you got Shelton Benjamin there. You got Cedric Alexander. Um, the New Day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who else, man? Like everybody, everybody, the yeah. the whole bloodline. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody that's the main focal point of, of both shows is basically coming from the factory. Right. And it, it's it's a beautiful thing to see, man. It's a beautiful thing to see. And I feel that Raw's going in a good direction. Hopefully they keep on giving us these matches. They don't have to always give us the top main event. I, I don't know. Like, what do you think, Shice? I feel like they they don't always have to give us a world championship match. They could they could give us a US championship match to end the show. As we see, you know, uh Damian Priest. Solid match, like a great overall match. Like that's no bullshit, man. Like no I don't know, like you know those old school matches that went for like 30, 40 minutes. So great from start to finish. Yeah. 
Well, you see them, you saw them teasing Priest in the main event picks a couple weeks back. He finally got over that feud with Hardy, over the feud with Sheamus. So now he's open now for someone to step up. Let's see who they put him with because they're giving him a push. So I kind of hope that they, you know, keep pushing it. Then you got new you got new niggas. Look at Garza and fucking Carrillo as a tag team. I like it. I like it. You know what no, I'm I saying? Like young, I like that. Young Spanish cats. They both speak English. They can cut a promo. They both pretty niggas. The girls gonna love that shit. Them niggas can wrestle. Like, and they're, they're it looks like they're gonna be heels. They need that. It looks like they're trying to build up the tag division on Raw too. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot. There's a lot of good point. A lot of good little things on Raw. What, but one thing I want to see, well, it's two. Two things I want to see in this draft. One is some type of unification within the tag team division. Not just have it on one show. But have the tag team belt be able to go to both shows, like the women's tag titles. Exactly, and you know, I wish I wish they used that more to help that division. But and I think that yeah. if they yeah, do the that, wild, help. that wild card effect that Vince put put into display about two years ago, have that wild card like yo, you know what? We're gonna have a tag team gauntlet. We're gonna two two of the teams there are gonna be the champs. The other three teams are just going to be the top three teams within both and within both brands. We'll have them all in like a, a tag team gauntlet and shit. And then whoever wins that has to defend their belts within Raw and SmackDown. Dope. I like it. It'd be something different. You know, it'll 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 definitely draw eyes because it's like, oh, shit. Like where this came from? Like, oh, man, who, what teams is in there? Yep. Oh shit! Like I bet I want to peep this. I want to see what's good with this. Exactly. I, yo, you've been saying for a long time to unify the tag team championships, and at first I did not like that idea, but it's it definitely grown on me a lot yeah. lately. Just because it's like there's so it's so much dead air in the tag division between both shows. Like if they unified them and had one team go back and forth, like let's say you got the Usos on SmackDown Fire Tag Team, you got RK Bro on Raw. A new tag team, but still with a lot of momentum. You have them battle it out, or have the top teams battle it out. Whoever wins gets the title shot. That type, whoever wins that, and then they have the unification match. And then you know what I'm saying. Now you're the champion on both shows, yeah. something like that. But yeah, I think it would help a lot, bro. What would you like to see uh, during this uh, this draft that we're gonna have right now? Oh, that would be a smart move right there, having the wild card be a be a tag team or even be the champion. Yeah, you know I mean, like the champs be the wild cards and shit. You know I mean, that'd be ill. Besides the world champ, like you'll have like the United States champion or the tag teams just jump around and like beat everybody out. You know I mean, On having like tournaments between both brands that'd be dope. Yeah, yeah that would be dope. Too. Keep you a little Actually, that won't be dope. I'm telling you. I too many tournaments won't be dope. No, not too many, not too many, but just just having like little things here and there, just just to like you know put a little spice, a little sazon into the show. You know what I'm saying? I think what I they need you. is better stories. They're forgetting how to use old angles. They're using repetitive angles. Like it, it, nothing's new besides some of the faces that we've seen. You know, but a lot of things in wrestling aren't new, bro. 
Like yeah, if, nah, yeah, but you gotta freshen it up shows, somehow. If we look at a lot of shows, not like it's not really new. And then you know what I think that could be a little, a little, a little something, a little something, bro. A little something. Hear me out, LP. How about Paul Heyman using the draft for a storyline where he's trying to separate Roman and Brock? Uh, That'd be the smartest move right there. Like he's talking uh, to uh, he's talking to like Sonia Deville and Adam Pierce. Like, yo, listen, I'm gonna slide you this, I'm gonna slide you 50 cash right now, bro. Like, put this motherfucker on raw, put this other nigga on SmackDown, and I can represent the both of them. And then like it could just be like a story, like yo, Roman be like, yo, where were you, bro? I haven't seen you in a minute. Where the fuck you been at? And then that builds up to WrestleMania. Cause I know they're not gonna use the rock now. No, unless no, he no, comes, no. unless he comes to Brooklyn, unless the motherfucker in Brooklyn, I don't know. Well, I know, I I know via his Instagram, he just wrapped Black Adam. He just finished rap. He just fin- finished filming, and I think that was the last movie he was doing this year. Cause you know he did like fucking this nigga filmed like five movies this year, some shit like that. I think that was the last one. So, yo, I would not be surprised. If he showed up at Survivor Series, I wouldn't. I know the people would lose their fucking mind, but I wouldn't be shocked because... Yo, imagine, bro, he comes through and he fucking rock bottoms Roman Reigns. That would, and you know what? And he fucking... Somebody actually pins Roman for the first time in a year? Yeah, he's not taking the title, but he I takes I think they're going to give that to Big E, bro. Yo, do you know how big that is for E to get that one, two, three? No, regardless how he gets it, it doesn't matter if it's with help. The, just pinning Roman's shoulders to the mat right now for anybody is huge. But for the champion on the other show, who nigga, I pinned you, motherfucker. Who pinned you in the whole year? I did. Remember that when WrestleMania time comes around and you ain't got no challengers or whatever the fuck. You come knocking on your door like, remember Survivor Series? <laughs> What's up, nigga? I want your title now. It could be something. I feel like it could be something, man. Uh, they they got a lot of things in motion. I mean, this this past Friday we saw Montez Ford in a singles main event with Roman Reigns, and he really held his own, man. Yeah, that my, was my dude Montez is a star, bro. I mean, is this yep. is this another thing that's telling within the draft that we're gonna see tomorrow night? This starts on <laughs> fucking SmackDown. You know what I'm saying? The street profits are on SmackDown. Like, what what are we seeing? They just lost clean to the Usos in a fire match. Yeah, I wouldn't I break love, them up I would though. Love bro. For that shit to be run back, but I don't know what we're gonna see right yeah. now. Yeah, it would be cool to be run back, but I don't. WWE's history of breaking up tag teams lately has not been great, nigga. They broke up the Iconic. Neither one of the bitches is in the company. They broke up. Heavy machinery, one only one nigga's in the company, and now he's in another tag team. Fucking like but he's dope in that uh, tag team. Yeah. Yeah, because he don't mm-hmm. do shit. Thank God he's not who he was. Cause you y'all know how much I, I loved the fucking happy go lucky doofy fuck that he played. Fucking jerk. Yeah, word. That was cool. That was so cool. Nah, he's a killer now, and I think it's ill. He reminds me of borderline, reminds me of kind of like Vader a little bit. Dude, little that, bit. Motherfucker, anyway. that motherfucker looks like the fucking uh the bully from child uh was it problem child part two? Remember the bully? Oh yeah, yeah he got that like, he got that big four. face. 
Fuck. That's how no, I don't think they should break them up at all, bro. Keep them together. Yeah, I, I hope they don't, but I just feel like it might be coming. I feel like that might be coming. But um, one thing I want to ask you guys right now. AEW, AEW has been fire. AEW has been, you know, on, on all cylinders. You know, they got a whole bunch of new signings. I mean, we could go through the summer with the people they, they've brought in. Uh, through the year, if that, you know, like with Miro, with uh, Alistair Black, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole. Those are four big names right there within the year. Of course, with some sprinkled there, like they got a lot of great indie people. I've seen they, they, they got uh, Lee Moriarty, Darius Carter. um, Just a lot, a lot of really good talent. But let me ask you this. We saw on Dynamite people booing Cody. We heard it in Arthur Ashe Stadium. People booing Cody. Is AEW passing Cody right now? Cody's Cody not that dude right now. Is Cody 92 Hogan? Cody's boring as shit. You know what happened? Cody's Roman a few years ago. Nah, nah. nah. (laughs) The fans. The fans fell in love with Cody. The fans fell in love with Cody during the pandemic time because he was Before fucking rah-rah. Thank you for coming. And we do this for you. And da-da-da. And yo, and they believed that shit. Before the pandemic. And he though, sold bro. it. No, 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 no. The booze. He wasn't he wasn't getting booed. He just started getting booze. No, he, he just but I'm just saying they loved him from the beginning. Oh yeah, from jump. Yeah, of yeah, course. Bro, he, he, got the, boring, he was the bro. He was he the main boring baby. Face. Shit don't change. He right. He's boring. He's boring as a baby face. Like yes, yo, he's so much better as a heel, bro. The way he is as a baby face, so boring. It's like, oh, he's too baby face. <laughs> and I think, I think, I think he's been foreshadowing this heel turn for a little while. If you watch the way the entrance has expanded and gotten bigger and bigger and the outfits and the jacket he looks like the fucking the villain from from the boys like yo he fucking comes out yeah he comes out and he looks like i'm like yo you look like colonel sanders and then you got your black wife next to you dressed like a 1920s fucking jazz dancer and i'm like yo the undertones here are crazy but I'm not going to dive that deep. I'm just like, yo, just the package alone, you're a fucking heel. Just If you turn the music off and just see him come out dressed in that outfit with his wife standing there, fucking chest poking out with his blonde hair and his big fucking ugly tat, it's like, God, I can't stand this fucking dude, bro. Fuck this guy. Yo, fuck this guy. Bro, he wants to be Kyle, uh, Gaio so bad. <laughs> so he wants to do a sonic boom in the fucking middle no, of the ring okay. at one point. What's the what's that movie called with the uh, with the dude with the face that changes where he wears it? Uh, with the superheroes. Oh, the Watchmen. Yeah, he reminds me of the bad guy from the Watchmen. <laughs> nice, nice. The blonde nigga, the blonde nigga yeah. that was mad strong oh, at the end. He always remind me that with his long cape. And Yo, everything. you seen the boys? Um, yeah. Amazon. You LP, you seen that shit? The superhero yeah, show yeah. on Amazon. Yo, Shite, yeah. you gotta check that shit out. This shit is fucking crazy. 
but the bad guy on that show that's supposed to be like Captain America, you took a picture of him in his outfit and took a picture of Cody, Cody from fucking Dynamite. Yo, the same nigga, bro. Same nigga. So, same nigga. It's crazy. My thing is this. is like, all right, so he's getting to a point in his career where he's being, you know, basically like shunned. You know, he's being like, yo, he's being booed. And you, you can hear it. You know, you, you have Arn Anderson kind of turning on him last night on Dynamite. And I don't know, bro, for some reason, I get really NWO vibes. I get, like, real Hogan vibes. How, like, when Hogan was in WCW, he was loved in the beginning because he was carrying the show, but then people didn't want that anymore. Remember when he started coming out in all black? People didn't. This is want... gonna be cold. This is gonna be Cody soon. Watch. I'm telling you, bro. My it's thing coming. is this. My thing is this. AEW is in a place right now where they don't need NWO Hogan. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think that AEW has kind of like passed whatever Cody is doing. I feel that he can't really, I'm not going to say he can't find his niche. I was about to say that, you know what I'm saying? But because he's very, he's very creative. He knows what he's doing. You know, he's behind the scenes. Now that we heard, you know, a lot of the VPs got their, you know. Creative uh, taken away. Oh, taken away. You know, the Bucks and all them, you know, it's all good. Because at the end of the day, when they did have it, they didn't really exercise the shit. Or till now, like right now, like they're the focal point of the show. The first year and a half of that of that company, they weren't the focal point of the show. But at the end of the day, is Cody past what AEW is doing? Should he just be in the fucking in you know in the trenches and just help Tony Khan with the show? Nah, I think that there's money in him as a heel. I think there's big money in him as a heel because all the people that he tagged with, helped out, ran into help, ran into help him during this babyface run. Now all of those people are potential opponents. Now put him against the Jungle Boys, the Christians, the Darby Allens, and all these niggas. You know, put him against the Daniel Bryans and the CM Punks of the world. Like, yeah, there's big money in him as a heel. He can be a great heel. We've seen it and. I don't think they pass it by at all. It's his company. I'm pretty sure he has input. What the fuck they doing with his character right now? So, nah, not at all. I think they're setting up a monster hero run for him right now. Plus, you got the show that just dropped. That's another thing that niggas hate. Like, that helped the Miz turn more heel when he was still a babyface. He dropped the show as a babyface, and that helped him turn heel because people hated the fact he had a fucking show that he would promote every week. I can see that, you know, them kind of doing that, too. This everybody everybody knows what, well, in wrestling, when you're too much of a face and you're just too much of a kiss-ass, like Roman was and, and Cena was, you're going to get this reaction from, from us. You're going to get these boos from us until you go evil. But, and that's what we want to see. Yeah, like what you were just saying right there, Shice, but I, what, what my thing is, AEW's fan base is so different. They're not a regular fan base, B. Like we're very, we're very logical, my man. These motherfuckers are on a different wavelength, bro. We see, yeah, but they can, 
We smell yeah, you, that yeah. shit. <laughs> Dang. Now, you're right about that. You're right about that. But I still think that it's still wrestling. And they, they still get the basic concept of heel and face. And I feel a lot of these fans are Cody fans, not off of his WWE run, okay. but off of his indie run, Ring of Honor, Bullet Club turn, heel run as ROH gotcha. champion and all that shit as IWGP United States champion at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of the fans that follow him to AEW are those fans. And they saw him as a fucking psychotic, do anything to win. I'll fucking close on my own bitch to beat you type of heel type nigga, which I feel like, bro, in AEW with the type of baby faces they got, a lot of indie-rific talent, a lot of talent that people follow from the indies, I think it will work for him being a baby face. I don't think it's passing by at all. I think, a matter of fact, that possibly if they do it right, this probably could be his a better run than the run he's just had. And he's had a hell of a baby face run there. You know what I'm saying? He has. Won some big matches, had some big feuds, but I, I think the money is him as a heel, bro. Honestly, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that that's the case. Uh, I just feel sometimes like I, I, I feel like you know AEW is going in a different route, and it doesn't include Cody. I mean, you could be right too. What do you think? Who I'll- knows? That would be a bad thing. Like that shows that Cody could uh, handle some shit in this behind the scenes. You know, you know what I mean? Be the corporate side of it. Because I think he shot Let himself. Cody in the fade foot, out for bro. a little bit. He shot himself with Yo, the foot the- when, when he couldn't challenge for the W uh, for the WWE. You hear me? <laughs> for the AEW World Title, I think he kind of shot himself in the foot with that shit early. Yeah, I don't know why they did that either. But uh, again, in wrestling, you could always come back and figure out a way that there's a loophole in that. At the end of the day, here's the EVP. So you could be like, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that stipulation. Suck my dick. I'm challenging for the title. And who's going to tell them no? Like, what the fuck? But. Oh, hold on. We have, uh, we have a guest here. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Oh, look at this guy. Hey. Look at you over yeah. there, Sphinx. What's good? What up, bro? Are you guys st- in the middle of recording? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, I was just going to, like, observe. Say a prayer. All right. Yo, so I heard a chipmunk in the background. I should basically just mute you right now, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I muted myself. Anyways. All right, I'm about to get this guy out of here. <laughs> Man, that's fucked up. Shit. I'll show myself the door, guys. All right. <laughs> that, that's that's fine. <laughs> what is he observing? I have no idea. Anyways. That's a minor interference from Higgs bows on himself. Chad's laughing in the background. Chad me laughing. This room is for vaccine people only. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. 
Strictly for the vaccinated. Oh, man. Uh, we love everybody here. We love everybody here. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but fellas, Yo, brother, is it true? I... Unvaccinated people are calling themselves pure blood. You know, that's a Nazi saying. Jesus Christ. All right, all right. We're not gonna get into that. We're Jesus. definitely not getting into that. We're <laughs> not getting into that. We're not. Yo, getting... can we talk about? Can we talk about NXT real quick? Listen. <laughs> let's get back to. Let's get back on track real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we get out of here, NXT. We talked about Braun Breaker. That name right there is gonna ring bells. Like people are gonna fucking like forget how trash that name was. And people are going to remember that name. And people are going to remember my nigga Dexter Loomis with the fucking roll of condoms, bro. Son, that shit is comedy, son. (laughs) Tears, yo. Yo, and shout out to... again. Yo, shout out to her because, yo, she's really fucking good in character work, B. Like, she's good in that role. Like, she's doing her thing. This shit is mad funny. But, yo, let me tell you something. Braun Breaker, the name Braun Breaker... Is gonna be a name that kid 13 and 14 year old kids when they get to our age, they're gonna be telling their kids like Braun fucking Breaker was the fucking man, and that name is gonna be like because yo, think about it. Hulk Hogan, how hokey is that name, bro? CM Punk is the corniest fucking name like ever, but that shit 20 years later, you say that name and people lose their fucking minds. So, like, you know what I mean? John Cena and stuff. That's his fucking real name, which is crazy. Like, Yo, yeah, son. Let's not forget, he's a Steiner. That yes. name is fucking a legendary is. name. Why Facts. not use that name? Oh, but I like, think, you know why? You know what? Yo, he's I, put, I, it's marketing, though. I, it's marketing. I want you know that. It could be possible that maybe Vince got that name. For nah, he, he, of he course he owns up. that shit. Like, oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, when he moves them up. He's like, now nah, he'll be at NXT something else, but I'm going to have Rex Steiner. Like, when he comes up, he ain't going to be this Braun fucking brick breaker. Fucking He's a guy. brick breaker. Come on, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, but yo, but his yo, shit talking LP. and his fucking wrestle game is dope. I'm fucking sick, oh, bro. Yeah. Yo, like, check stop. this out. Check this out, my nigga. What's dope about that name is that he's making a lane for himself. He's not Facts. doing what second, third, and ger- third generation wrestlers do and then back off the name. He's making a name for himself. Yep. You know, I've, I've heard personally from certain wrestlers that talked about that they're trying to make a name for themselves and then take their fucking dad's name, bro. And sometimes you don't want to live in that shadow, bro. You don't want to have to live up to that name because at the end of the day yo the steiner's name is legendary in wrestling but because of scotty's shit and the shit he pulled in the end of wcw the shit he's pulled on the indies and in conventions smacking fans and all types of crazy shit like it's also you know there's some controversy to that name too and wwe don't want they don't want to deal with that so give him a name make it your own we all know who the fuck you are you look like scotty you wrestle like rick you can't deny that. You can't. Nigga looks just like Scott Steiner, son. I saw a picture today and when Scott Steiner came back to WCW after the Steiners came back, right when the NWO got there, remember he got hurt, left and came back even bigger, but he had the black 
fucking goatee yeah, and the yeah, black yeah, mustache. Yeah, the, the soul patch. Yeah, he had the soul patch and the mustache, right? And I'm like, holy shit, that motherfucker looks just like Brown Breaker. Like, that could be his son. Like, it's crazy. And then, like, everyone, all right, you know, you can say Scotty was on roids or the muscle enhancers or whatever the fuck he was on, whatever the case may be. But you look at Brown Breaker now, and son, that nigga's huge. He might be one of the biggest dudes on the whole NXT roster. Like, just mass-wise, you know what I mean? Like, I he like stands they're, out. They're, they're he stands like, out. They're just, you know, little by little. Building it, little by little. little. Yeah, you got to build them. And this is something that one of the one of the people that I really like in NXT right now is Joe Gacy. Yeah, I don't know what the gimmick is, but Yo, I think it's interesting. Him just honestly. talking shit and saying that his words are more powerful than him being in the ring. When they unleash him, let him be a fucking animal, bro. Yeah, and he is a killer though. His yo, he's that exactly. is a goal. Yeah. When you seen him in Evil, that's what he was. Yeah. You know, they got some teams that the fucking Cree twins, that tag team. Yeah. Holy shit, bro. They got a lot. They got a lot of new. They got a, a lot of new people. Um, you know, we're we're gonna see some some of the favorites within. Besides, <laughs> you stupid son. <laughs> well, what happened? Mm. Go, <laughs> go in the group chat. Nigga, say some dumb stuff. Well, what do you what do you wrote? You can, you can roll Vax only. Joe's <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, not let you kick me out, son. Yeah. <laughs> yo, it's yeah, bro, bro. Yo, they they wrong. got some talent there, bro. I look at I look at um. I just look at what they did this past Tuesday. Like the show was really dominated ninety percent by the female roster. They have a lot of new female talent. And NXT has always been a show that, you know, promoted their female talent. And I'm like, I watched most of NXT and I'm like, all right, some of these girls are really green. Some of these girls are really fucking good though. You know what I'm saying? Like they have a, a good batch and mix right there. And I'm like, I'm curious to see now what they do Tuesday. Do they start showing more of the male talent you know, some of the more newer guys and giving them some shine, are they going to try and, like, balance it out like that? Been, you know what I'm saying? But they've been doing that within the last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, man. I, I like what they're doing, I, I bro. Like I like what they're doing. I think they're going to need to really build up their women's division because a lot of a lot of those ladies are going to move up to the main roster. The main roster needs it. Um, there's, there's certain, you know, there's certain... <laughs> there's certain fucking... Um, uh, main roster guys as well that's going to move up, you know, L.A. Knight, Eli Drake. Oh, yeah. They're talking about Hit Row is going to move up. Row, you know, they, they, there's a lot of people that's gonna, on, on the move up. I don't, I wouldn't even be surprised if they leave Hit Row and move up Legato. I think Legato deserves to be moved up more than Hit Row, though. I think Hit Row could benefit from staying more in NXT. Legato's established, bro, man. Them guys are good, man. Move them up. Let them fucking run crazy on SmackDown. I would love it. And the girl, too. Fucking move all of them up. Because she's good, too, yeah, man. She had a dope, solid match. Yeah, oh, she's right, good, bro. Right, that's right. Definitely. 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 Yeah, man. Uh, no, it. it's... Yo, listen, man. We're, we're living in a great time of wrestling. Yo, to be honest, the past seven years, bro, when the indies really broke open, you know, and... Everything now after the pandemic and what we're seeing now and everything, it's just, it's been very, very, very interesting. Very great. Uh, us as fans, you know, we're, we're the ones winning 
at the end of the day, regardless of where everybody moves, whoever's being let go and going other places, you know, us as fans, we're just, we're the ones that's really, really winning out of everything. Bro, just look at this past year alone. Like, just this past year. He had Daniel Bryan main event WrestleMania, and six months later, he's wrestling Kenny Omega in in front of 20,000 people in New York City. Like, With a fire theme music. With a fire theme music. Like, CM mm-hmm. Punk came back after seven years. You know what I mean? Like, And, yo, he's really Jordan 45, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't care what no one really says. They, they, he, he's, he's Jordan getting bounced out of the first round by the Magics, bro. He's not really yeah. doing it right now. He, 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 give him, give him, give him some better, you know, give him some, some chances. Hobbs is might have not been the best choice of a second opponent, but Hobbs looked good in that match. He did. You know hey, what I'm saying? It looked good for Hobbs, bro. It looked good, it looked for, good Hobbs. for Hobbs. It's not about CM Punk anymore. Punk, it's about Punk the young punk. talent. He got his stitch. He's going to get his shit in, but he's going to put you over. He's going to make you look good. He's going to sell for you. That's what yeah, he does, yeah. bro. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, he's doing what he got to do on that front. I want to see where. AW is going to do with their core roster that they've had and they've been using and not push them in the back burner for all these new shiny toys because at the end of the day, they're new for that audience, but not for all the wrestling fans. Like, we know these guys. We know what they can do. So what are you going to do with the people you already have there? Like, you have so much talent that you should be pushing forward. Let's not fucking... Yeah, let's not, you know what I'm saying, fucking forget about that and only focus on these new guys. Like, I hate the fact that fucking Adam Cole is back with the Bucks like nothing happened. This has to be some type of long-term storyline. It has like to there's be. there's something there because he never includes Doc Gallows and uh, Carl Anderson and what he's... Right, and they, and they so mentioned something's him... Something's going to happen. Something's definitely going to happen. Yeah, they mentioned him today on, on... They mentioned him on Dynamite and he kind of just like fucking brushed it off like... Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the nigga type shit. So I mean, I don't know. It's gonna but, happen. Yeah, Something's man. gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Uh, we're just gonna have to see what happens within the next couple of weeks. Uh, going into uh, what was that? November six. What is that? Uh, no, that's not revol- revolution. Full gear. Full gear. So we'll see what happens over there. But um, guys, we uh, we ran through the docket. Uh, please. Give me a song. Let's all agree on a song. Listen. Well, y'all been listening to, first of all. <laughs> Yo, that, that song with uh Future and Gunner. I kind of like that joint. Nah, nah, I don't know. So play I don't know that. This episode was I, he's like, I don't know. I don't know that. Storyline <laughs> T. Put it don't put it on. I don't I don't know what that joint is, but though I was gonna say either one of Red's joints. Starting off that Thieves mixtape. You know what? Yeah, Starting yeah. off that West Side Gun, Side B joint. Like, there's a lot of shit out, bro. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to play something off a Red joint. I'm going to play something off a Red joint. Why not? Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah there definitely. you go. That therapy, that therapy is my shit off there. He got some joints, bro. Shout out to Red, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Word, 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 word. And, yo, listen. We, we're still waiting on the, on the multiverse. Oh, yeah. Word. Can't wait, wait for that. Wait, where's Woodrow? Tell him. Tell Woodrow he can come back into the chat. He got to put his mask on, though. <laughs> I can't wait for that shit to drop, man. I know I know our boy's been working fucking hard at that shit, man. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for to sure, hear bro. what that shit sounded like, man. Definitely, bro. Fucking excited for that shit. But, uh, yo, guys, I'm I'm thankful you guys were 
all able to be out here this week. Shice, you, open your eyes. Love you. You know what I'm saying? My nigga, you there? <laughs> he looks like he like Squidward real quick. <laughs> wow. LP, always, man. Always love. Yo, Bing, love. Yeah. Yo, my nigga. And it is episode 163 of the 20 by 20 podcast. And we are your host, Nathan McFly with B-I-N-G Bing. You heard. Let's go next. Mr. Shice and LP dangerously. Ah, oh, you didn't do it right. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even, even press the right one. LP dangerously. Dangerously. No, you're trying to get real sexy with it, bro. Nah, you're fucked up, bro. Uh, I think I yeah, slid off screen up. and all that. <laughs> Yo, he slid out of the camera angle and everything. LP dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, yo, we out of here, man. Peace. Peace. Welcome to Hell's Kitchen. My name Red If. They put me in the tank with the sharks. Turn them to goldfish. Ice in my veins. I was numb from the pain. Couldn't feel like Tony when he sniffed that cane. Holding the M16. See with the pen, I'm extreme. Infinite from the borough of Queens. Street dreaming like Esco. My infantry full of animals, but no pet go. Bunch of gorillas that let that tech go. 41st stab where I flipped that cash. And made something out of nothing. I was built the last a microphone fiend a scholar when it come to triple beams painting like basket you gon' know when i lead a scene they say a picture worth a thousand words i write a thousand birds i grab a ball that's a full bird full metal jacket with a guitar like lenny kravitz if i pull a string then it's madness uh 10 peas in the whip uh five birds by the sink uh glock nine by the hip let it rip, now he ripped, it's that street shit, go. Ten peas in the whip. Uh, five birds by the sink. Uh, Glock nine by the hip. Let it rip, now he rip. I embody the real, my body and soul. I check the temperature, the Fahrenheit on match, the degrees on the stove. I'm as raw as the powder George put up his nose. And metal metal when it comes to the blow. It'll be a Tito Dale if you play with my dough. Niggas know 40 Cali by by my side, like my five-year-old. All that designer you got on, but I'm the one with the glow. I know what the fuss about, but I don't want that hoe. She keep texting, though. Ten peas in the whip. Uh, five birds by the sink. Uh, Glock nine by the hip. Let it rip, now he ripped. It's that street shit, go. Ten peas in the whip. Uh, Five birds by the sink, uh, Glock nine by the hip, let it rip, now he rip, it's that street shit, go.